Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. All right, back in uh, Carlos Rodriguez's hot tub here at uh, Cypress, Texas. I don't know if you should be announcing my last name. I mean, I'm kind of a big deal. People might start looking it up. Uh, that's um, my name's not actually even Carlos Rodriguez. Just so <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I just forgot what you just heard. Oh man, I love freaking hanging out with you, bro. Carlos. Never, Carlos, the star in the eye. Oh, dude, I can't believe you told people how to style that. <laughs> I feel like I was so freaking dirty, dude. Oh, oh, we thought it was hilarious. I have a question for you. you What's your did, question? Uh, during the whole uh, winter thing. Winter thing. Uh, the the, the snowpocalypse, the, yes. You had uh, water and electricity? There was electricity that went out for like maybe five or six hours. Oh, we did not know how thing. good. I know, I know. We had no idea how good we had it till it was all over. So it was all over, and we're looking at the news. We're not paying attention to the news at all or anything while this is going on. And uh, I, honestly, just getting in the hot tub and drinking beer the whole time. And then I get on the news, I start calling you, and people are like, we don't have power, we haven't done this. And you told me you had busted pipes, right? But uh, you saved it before any major bad. damage, right? Yeah, so, but I mean, my question, what I was going to ask is because I went uh, four days and four days, four and three days without water and electricity, um, I was just going to say, man, I threw that whole thing, I just know one thing for sure. If I don't ever have electricity again, I'm fine. But I want to have water. I want to be able to wash my ass, brush my teeth, you know, boil some water, just whatever. But, yeah, that was freaking nuts. But, you it know, was freaking nuts. I mean, I was I was living third world country here. You're over here freaking in the hot tub talking about how come you can't make it over here to do the podcast? It says, it says you know, Carlos. Carlos, listen, I, this is the only Hispanic man that I've ever gone and visited where a white security guy stops me at the gate before I even get into the neighborhood. Uh, once again, please don't let people know where I live. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I love this. I'm pulling in. They're like, you're seeing Carlos who? Yeah. I said, Carlos Rodriguez, he yeah. lives here? Yeah. Uh, yes, sir, he's over there in the back. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, and, and so he's like, oh, can I see your driver's license? Oh, oh it, my it, gosh, it, it, it dude. It's, it, it is serious. Well, I mean, whenever you're coming back here, man, I need to know who's coming. Because uh, just uh, signing autographs with the podcast and everything that's going on. and uh, It's, it's people, becoming fairly popular. And, and people want t-shirts and hats. And, you know, I'm just like, you know, um, we're going to open up a shop here soon. Just calm down. You know, we just need about... Hundred million, million listeners, and we're, we're and we're we're close. I think we have ten. Okay, that's what I'm. I was just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we, you did. I, I did bring you some stickers and business cards today. I mean, that's what Jim does. So I mean, so we got stickers and business cards. We put out there, kind of slowly get people turned on to this podcast and see what happens with it. You know, um, I will say this: like since the snowstorm, and we put out some more episodes since then. Um, usually every once in a while I get on the anal- analytics, like there's a couple of days in a row where nobody at all listens. There's been at least four to five people listening every single day. That's awesome. It's kind of cool. That's so it's, I don't, I don't know where it's going to go, how this is going to go, but I do know that <laughs> while you were not in the hot tub, living in the third world country in the back of your gated neighborhood, yeah, the, I, I was scared for my life. Man. I, I know you were. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> We did a Houston IPA battle, okay? Okay. We had the Hop Gusher from Spindle Tap, 
Okay. We had Hipster Sauce from Eleven Below. Okay. And we had Crush City from Buffalo Bite. Okay. All three okay. solid, all three good core IPAs from that brewery, correct? Yeah, yes. Okay. So, have you, you haven't listened to the episode, have you? No, I haven't. You have not. Do you, so, do you know who won? No, I don't. Hipster Sauce won. Okay, I can see that. I can see that happening. Now, Hipster Sauce won. It's me, Jacob Baker, and and Jake Thorne. And Jacob Baker has his Cicerone certificate, so he's kind of a big deal, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he tastes shit like as soon as you get that certificate, I think your taste buds open to taste shit that normal people I mean, don't he's, taste. Um, he's kind of a big deal in the craft beer community. You know, I mean, he knows his shit, but I mean, I still kick his ass. I don't give a shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That wasn't the question. Like if it were, if it were a real hot tub battle, Carlos versus Jacob. I'm I'm going Carlos. Yeah, I mean he he goes to the gym and he works on pretty boy muscles. I got man strength and I'm just. That's it. Is. Yeah, yeah. Jacob Jacob Baker, you're pretty boy muscles if you're listening. Yes, you're pretty boy muscles. I rock the dad bod with a big stomach, but it is. Oh yeah. A, a medium stomach actually. I mean, medium I, I stomach. Can, I, I can suck it in and it looks like I'm at the gym, but I'm really not. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, I, I my medium stomach's getting bigger every day. But you you really consume beer. But the thing is, is that you come from a background where you're. a you're a, a track long distance runner, so you could actually lose the weight fairly fast if you really wanted to. But you don't look bad, though. Well, thank you. You don't look bad either. Uh, well, that's we probably shouldn't have went that way. All right, let's talk about this. <laughs> Why not? I huh? just, well, we're just trying to get all. The I'm not ashamed of who I am, Carlos. And I don't body shame, and I don't do all, any kind of shame. So, so we are. Is, we're fixing to jump into the next IPA battle. So this IPA battle is just you and me tasting three different beers, three different IPAs, three different Houston breweries, okay? So we're going to go through each of these, and instead of rating them one through four, we're going to have the segment at the end where we do the award show. We're going to okay. decide who's first, second, and third. Okay, so can I say something? Uh, because I've had two of them, but I haven't had the Greater Heights blue uh, tile. Okay. Uh, can we do the pussy wagon last? We can do the Pussy Wagon last. The only reason why I say that is because I love that beer, but if I drink that beer, it's going to mess my palate up, and then all the beers are going to taste the same. Understood. That is, that, that, I do that, have some Lone Star here to clean your palate. No, dude. Well, that's the thing. Every beer is going to taste like freaking Lone Star after you drink Pussy Wagon. Have you, you've had Pussy Wagon. Yes. Dude, it crushes my palate. I love the really? beer. Really? Dude, it just... Once I drink that beer, all the beers taste the same. They all taste like light beers. Really? Yeah. It, it, dude, it's a, it's, a, it's a fucking IPA crusher. It's it is. A, it's a great beer. It is. Well, well, don't don't ride it too hard just yet. And but I'm, I'm I'm really excited to uh, have this uh, the Greater Heights. Cool, okay. And cool freaking can, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Now, to be fair, with the other cans, they only had the beer on tap, so I got crawlers of them. Yeah, it's a. Uh, so I got the thirty-two big, ounce can. That is a big ass girthy can. It is a big ass girthy can. Oh, hit them with the girth. Yeah, I know how you like it, sweetheart. <laughs> so we're going. We're gonna well, let's do great heights first, then. Okay. Let's do it. So this is six um, percent alcohol, blue tile IPA out of Great Heights Brewing there in North Houston, Texas. Right. Um, so they started in August of 2017, middle of Hurricane Harvey. Uh, they they really just kind of busted their ass to get stuff out there. As soon as the waters receded, they were rolling. Um, and they're putting out great beers ever since. They're there in the Heights neighborhood, kind of the Garden Oaks, Oaks Forest District, yes. near where old, uh, remember the petrol station? Yes, I know exactly. Okay, so near where the old petrol station was. So we're going to jump into that. This is 
we've talked a lot about Houston-centric beers. This is one of the ones that is a Houston-centric beer. The blue tile, you ever seen old school Houston, uh, especially in the Heights area, they've got the blue tiles on the curves to mark the street names. But you know what they do, and I actually never realized it or I thought about that until you just brought it up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is just kind of an ode to that. It's blue tile IPA. Nice. So, Dude, the can is freaking awesome, man. The, guy's the can got, is awesome. It's animated. It's like freaking got the house. The guy's chilling on a lawn chair in the front. Uh, got the dog bringing on with the frisbee. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on there. The trees in the background looking like he's in the suburbs. It's kind of like it's got the heights feel of like where you're at. It is that old school suburbs, right? You know, this guy's chilling out over and, near and, White Oak and, Bio. And, 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 and even the house, if you look at the house on there, I mean, it's a, it's a small house in the in the back. And the reason why is because those houses are freaking probably 500,000, but they're really small because there's not a lot of space out there in the heights. So. Well, and then he's got like a normal water sprinkler that hooks to a hose. He's not pretentious enough to have his own sprinkler system, which just kind of makes him humble and approachable. Uh, I mean, I, I, I dig it. I freaking dig I do it. too. I do too. I think they've done a great job with the art. They have the blue tiles uh, with the name. Uh, very, very good stuff. Pours beautifully. Uh, it looks like a sexy IPA. Nice head on it. Uh, you can't see all the way through it. But we talked about this too. Uh, Jake kind of mentioned this concept of a third coast IPA. Not quite east coast, not quite west coast. Still get the pine. Uh, like so, those piney woods of East Texas, but then you get the tropical fruits because we're definitely getting tropical as you're going down to South Texas. You're, you're actually right. So it's not super clear, but it's not hazy. It's uh, it's Correct. in the middle. This is uh, this is this this. He's right. This is our this is our this is a Texas thing. This is a Houston thing. Uh, love the smell. Love the look. Great freak. I mean, I can't wait to taste it. Should I taste it? Yeah, I mean, go wait. ahead. Have you had this one? I have not. I I, what? I don't think I have. You drink too much. I drink too much. It smells great. It's it's it kind of kind of bready, but uh, tropical fruits on the nose. So it's bready but citrus, maybe orange grapefruit on the nose. Whoa, I really dig that. It's sweet, a little bit sour, refreshing. It is okay. So it's fucking awesome. It's it's a really good beer. It's a great beer. Mmm. I don't if know. Y'all, if uh, y'all listeners out there, if y'all haven't had this, go to the brewery or go wherever. You can possibly get it because I know that they're probably not in grocery stores. They're not big enough yet. But this beer is a solid freaking joint right here. And, uh, whoa, that is freaking tasty. It is really good. And it's, it's, it's remember when we had Fracker? Yes. Okay. So to me, this reminds me of Fracker, but with a little bit more hop acidity. It, this feels just a little bit more of an yeah, IPA yeah, flavor right. than Fracker does. But I'm getting kind of a yeasty tropical and tropical nose. I don't get much pine out of it, and, which and, and I'm even, looking for. And even at six percent, man, I mean, you don't you don't even really taste the alcohol. This is a this could be a dangerous freaking beer right here. No, it's smooth. It is super smooth. Really enjoyable. Really approachable. Freaking lovely. There is a lot of hop resin that I'm feeling on the tongue. It's kind of yeast hop resin that I'm getting there. Uh, if that's making any sense at all, that. It's kind of coating my tongue. It feels good, but it doesn't feel super clean. It still feels, mm. I don't know, a little bit like homebrew. I can see. I can see why you say that. Yeah, it does. But I'm not. I'm not saying that in a negative sense. No, you're I'm not. saying that it just. It's. It's like. It's like something you go to the backyard of a party at uh, in the Heights, and, 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 and this is going to be there. And, and someone said, hey, man, I've been brewing some stuff. You want to taste it. Correct. Absolutely. And, That's yeah. a good point. And like, I didn't take it the wrong way when you said it. I actually think that when any anytime I'm out somewhere and someone says that they homebrew, if I would like to taste it, yeah, yeah I want to taste it. I mean, that's how, dude. That's how everything gets started. I mean, this is freaking lovely, man. It is good. It is good. I'm really enjoying it. So really well balanced for sure. 
Man, tasty, so, flavorful, light, refreshing, not overbearing, not not heavy. Man, just freaking, man, what a, what an awesome beer. I'm glad you brought that. Have you have you had any other beers from them? That you Greater Heights. I think I had I think I had a Pilsner from them before, or was it a Lager? It's been a while, but uh, people rave about them. Uh, people love them here in Houston. Um, they they make some pretty solid beers from what I'm hearing and I'm understanding. I haven't had all their beers, but I know that you know people really do enjoy and like them. I have I've I've had a, a good amount of beers from them. I I really enjoy them. I've gone and visited the brewery. Uh, good stuff. Fruity pellets is is an that's IPA the for one. Them. That's the one that I had on draft. Okay, so that's kind of okay, hazy. Yeah. It's a little bit more tropical fruity uh, than this one is. This one has a little bit more of that hop acidity than that one does. Um, I, I'll say this: I like this better than fruity pellets, just because. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm getting worn out on the overly citrus IPAs. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, but yeah, but this one this one I'm digging it, dude. Sometimes when it's time for a change, it's time for a change. So in in the heights, that place has kind of changed over the years, right? Oh yeah. So when I, we money, used to go, a lot, a lot of money's being pumped in over there. A lot of money's being pumped in. You're seeing gentrification of a lot of houses. Yes. Um, you had the the petrol station there for a long time, which was kind of this cool haunt, right? Like an old gas station in the middle of the neighborhood. It just felt like the neighborhood bar. Um, it went out of business for I don't know whatever reason. Um, and I don't know if you know this, when I was doing the research, because we're going to have Brash's Pussy Wagon later. The guy that owned petrol is the guy that started uh, Brash Brewing. Really? Did not know that. I didn't know either until so I whenever started he started the brewery, did, did, is he the head brewmaster or is he just the owner? I don't know. I couldn't find. So we'll talk more about okay, that when we okay. get to the episode. Okay. But those are all good questions. Like, and and the answer to most of them is I don't know. But I want to talk about why I don't know. Okay. Um, but I don't know. This this the Great Heights is a great brewery. They've been brewing clean stuff since they opened up. Uh, I, I guess working at Thistle is really kind of opened me up to a lot of the the beers that I'm not going to see in HEB right off the bat. And this is one of them that I kind of grabbed and latched onto uh, because they come out with different pilsners, different cultures, yes. different. Um, they brew every style, and it is not. Uh, it, it doesn't suck at all. Um, I haven't tasted a beer from them that I would spit out or put back in the cooler. Um, everything that I've tasted from them has been good. So we just had a sixteen ounce um, pour. We have to, uh, we we put a, he put half in his glass, half in my glass. And I'm damn near done. I probably have one more sip. That's how good and refreshing that beer is. Yeah. This is almost like, if he didn't tell me that what this was, I would just say, man, this is a strong freaking Kolsch. Um, it does. Is, yeah, I can see that. It, 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 it's Because it's, that, that acidity hits yeah. you at the back end just like a Kolsch does. What are, dude, this is this beer is freaking awful. It is good. So, we've been, we've been, Whoa, I like that. We've, we've been, uh, you haven't been drinking with me in a while. Um... This is because uh, you're working and your pipes busted. And I mean, I just, you, you know, you have wrestling season started for the kids. Wrestling season started. My for daughter the kids. had basketball. Um, I just got a lot of things going on. I'm a, I'm a busy man, you know. Uh, it, it is what it is. So in that in that time, did you drink anything cool? Um, I didn't have electricity, so the beer would have been warm. Um, but no, I really didn't. It was 11 degrees outside. Okay, well then, no, but I still didn't drink anything. I was more worried about not having internet, uh, just things of that nature, Tim. I mean, and until you know what I'm talking about, it's really crazy. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll talk more about that here in just a little bit. I'm going to clean up my palate with the Lone Star, and then we'll come back. We're going to go to Eureka Heights next. 
I went back, cleansed the palate. I did bring a little bit of Lone Star, Carlos. So I uh, had been sipping on Lone Star in between sessions. As you always do, mm. which you should. It's good for the soul. National so, Beer of Texas, for sure. National Beer of Texas. God bless Texas. What do, so what do you think about this? All right, so we're, we'll, we'll throw this out here. We, we talk about lots of things on the podcast. As of Wednesday this past week, there are no, no COVID mandates in the state of Texas. Uh, individuals are, are in people that own businesses and breweries included uh, are, are able to do what they want. So if they say you need to wear a mask while you're in our business, totally legal and within their rights, right? And everybody should respect that. But it's not mandated by law. It's not mandated by law, but I think people are doing the right thing. I go in and out of Kroger's and HEBs, still have to wear a mask. I think uh, it was good for the bars and restaurants. Uh, people don't realize that Texas uh, Governor Abbott had to open up. Last year, about this time, uh, April, May, uh, all these bars and restaurants started taking loans, and uh, they were able to stay afloat for a while. But what ends up happening after it's all said and done, um, if you're at 50, 75% capacity, people aren't going in, uh, that money that was loaned to them goes really fast. Yes. The only way you're going to make your money back and start bringing in revenue and start able to pay off that loan is to uh, 100% capacity, uh, more food, more drinks, uh, more more customers coming in. Uh, because uh, after it's all said and done, if more people are coming in, those loans uh, don't get paid, and then more more places are going to shut down. Right. I think one of the cool things, I think everybody sees the headlines, right? Yeah. Is governor reduces uh, restrictions in Texas. And, and so the immediate reaction to the headline is, Oh my gosh, she's not thinking of everybody. But I think if you read the press releases, one of the cool things he said, and of course I'm paraphrasing here, is we're Texas. Yes. We know how to take care of each other. We know how to take care of Texans. Yes. So sure. I don't need to regulate Texans, and I don't need to micromanage Texans because we're smarter than everybody else, and we can manage it. Oh, I didn't. Well, he, well, I mean, he, that, he, of course, he, that's he, paraphrasing. Okay, I, okay. I think I added this smarter than everybody else. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to hate any other states out there. Uh, but I'm going to be honest with you. We are not really a state. We're our own country. I think the, we, we we do things right. We do things a little bit different. We are Texas. Uh, but by all means, I mean, uh, teach your own whatever uh, whatever governor, mayor you have in your city or your state. I mean, um, I think our, ours did the right thing. Now. That's just my my personal opinion. I got a lot of friends in the in the industry, and uh, it was it was a good thing. There's a lot of people that that disagree with it. They think that it's too early, but um, only time will tell, right? I mean, at some point, man, we gotta gotta get over it. We right. got the shots going around. I think people are still doing the same thing with the mask. And if you don't want to wear your mask, that's fine. If it, it, if you want to protect yourself, wear two masks, wear one mask, whatever whatever. Well, and I, you know, yes, and I think that's a good point, right? Like, so there's there's tons of different views on this, right? Yes. It's easy to view it in a way that all oh, this is unsafe. Um, if you're like me, sitting in your house with electricity and water, and you're not worried about what's going on around you during the snowpocalypse, right? Yes. If I'm in that situation with COVID, I'm looking at it going, all right, this may be insensitive, right? But if I'm on the front lines and I'm working in the restaurant, and I'm working in the service industry, I'm working in hospitality, my source of revenue is gone. Yes. And no, so yeah. this brings it back, and it allows them the freedom to be safe in the way that they feel is safe. Yes, for so, sure. And, and so I apologize for the influx of, uh, of politics on the show. But, but craft brewing seems to be a fairly liberal industry. Without a doubt. But uh, I'm sure they're happy to have the... Uh, Oh, oh, yeah. Revenue increased. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, especially, you know, in the small world of uh, brewing. I mean, after it's all said and done, um, you know, they they have they had guidelines and restrictions where they, you know, 
uh, let allow people how many they can bring in, how many people can sit down at their at their brewery, and a lot of these breweries are really small. So yes. uh, extra people coming in and out every day makes a big difference. Yes, absolutely. So speaking of small breweries, we're going to go to a new one. Um, Great Heights has never been on the show. We had them in the last segment. Okay. okay. Eureka Heights has never been on the show. Oh. Okay. Okay. Eureka Heights has never been on the show. So I didn't know this, uh, but as I'm researching them, they're named after this a fault system that's underneath. Oh, I'm spilling it on your. Oh, it's all right. Just so y'all know, uh, as we're in the hot tub, a cold front's coming in, and it is raining outside, so we're trying not to mix the rain and the and the beer all together. So, Eureka Heights is named after there's a fault system running under this part of Houston, right? So, like, San Andreas Fault causes earthquakes out in California. There's a fault system there. And so, it's called the Eureka Heights Fault System. And so, they this, this actually went into a big part of planning in Houston as, as how to build and where to build. And so they're named it after that system. So uh, kind of a neat deal. They, they they do a good job of the Heights of basing it on the history. It's like we had the Blue Tile IPA. They're looking at the history of Houston. Eureka Heights after the fault system that runs underneath the brewery. Um, kind of part of the history of how Houston was formed, right? So we're drinking the mini balls. Okay. Hit him with that mini boss action. Oh my goodness. It is. So, it's a bottle after video game. There's an 8 bit hop sitting on there uh, with. Uh oh. We're getting. There's, if, if you're on Instagram Live right now, we might be being broadcast. It's amazing. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> we, uh, it's, so, it's, it's sitting on this, uh, this fault line, and their whole deal is. We're going to put out interesting and approachable beer. So we sh you should be able to take any beer from Eureka Heights, put it in your mouth, and say that it tastes good. Or at least that you're not going to spit it out. So this mini boss is barley, two-row barley, white wheat, flaked oats, citra, and mosaic hops. So we should get a little bit of earthy. We should get a little bit of citrus in there. 6.8 uh, ABV and 70 IBU. So you're going to have that hop bitterness, um, and you're going to have a nice alcohol profile for an IPA. Oh man, it smells great, looks great. It does great. smell well. I uh I, I'm all about this brewery man. Uh the the owner of the brewmaster Casey. Um uh, I, I don't know if you know this. He used to uh, be the brewmaster at uh St. Arnold's Brewing Company. Did not know that. Uh really cool guy. They make really great beers. I mean he was the the reason why some of St. Arnold's beers, I don't know which all the ones that he brewed and he made that went under his belt, but I mean, he's a lot of the reason why St. Arnold's freaking had so many classic great beers. That That is another one of those good storylines, right? Mm -hmm. That all these Texas breweries, how Brock Wagner uh, learned from Pierre Sellis, who brought Sellis into Austin. That's awesome. And then you got all these brewers from St. Arnold's branching out and starting their own place. A lot of these local Houston breweries can trace their roots back to St. Arnold's or Sellis in the beginning, oh, which is kind sure. of neat. Yeah. That is awesome. It's really neat. Dude, I didn't know that about Brock. Oh, yeah, 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 the white noise. Uh, I'm not from... racist, but yeah, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the beers, I, the beer, I don't think, does the beer identify with the race? It can or it can't, I don't know. Well, I mean, if I was to say, hey, do you want a 40, what would you say? Now, what would you think? What would I think? I mean, I, I would I, think I, I, you I, like malt liquor. Okay, but if you're out in the suburbs and you're at a craft beer bar or the type of places that we hang out at, yes, do they sell those kind of beers? They don't sell those kind of beers. So uh, they're it, not it, independent but, craft. No, okay, so here's the challenge. Anybody who's listening who is a craft brewer, here's the challenge: independent craft malt liquor. 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm not. Nobody's nobody's brewing like a Mickey's or a Steel Reserve oh, or dude, a. But I used to actually. Yeah, I totally forgot about or that. Or a Schlitz. Yeah, dude, nobody's doing I used, that. I used to really like Mickey's. Yeah, dude. And forties are cool. You weren't with us. You weren't with us when we went to the uh, the trip to Georgia. For, Georgia. Oh gosh. Oh Georgia. Dixie Nationals Youth Wrestling Tournament. Okay. No, I was there. You were with us. We stayed in the same hotel. Me, you, TC, and Alec. Wait, no, but you no, probably no, went. No. You probably you also, you you also went one year that Alec uh, got sick and he and he was in the hospital. The last I time think that, that was the year that, that that I went. Yes, yeah, yeah. This that's the year that I'm talking about. Okay, so it's we we go there. It's I can't remember what the place is, um, but afterwards we're going and we're gonna go eat. The, all the wrestling moms want to eat at Benihana's, and everybody's like, "All right, we'll go to Benihana's." So we go to Benihana's, and there's it's like this underground food court or whatever. We go to Benihana's, and there's a wait, and right across from Benihana's is Gus's hot fried chicken, and like all right let's go have some fried chicken and so we go have some fried chicken and they are so happy to have us in there they're picking up customers and they're moving us so that we can all sit together okay we go in there brett the coach orders just a million chicken tenders for everybody so it's chicken tenders french fries and beers and that's all we're doing is flavor flavor chicken tenders or just or just was there just, spices? There were spices in it. So it was their recipe of spices okay, they go okay, into it, right? Okay, I, just, I, okay. I like the dipping sauces. And everything. So they were, everybody's, of course, everybody's on this deal. They're drinking Bud Light, right? Okay. They're drinking these 12-ounce bottles of Bud Light that are $3, $3.50 a pop. Well, on the shelf, they had a 40 on display. What? A, a 40 of Bud Light on display. And I was like, how much is the 40? They're like, it's $5. I go, so I can have a 40 for $5 or I could have 12 ounces for 3 They're like, yes, sir. That's I go, I need a 40 And so I got a 40 and I went and sat down at the table. I'm the only dad with a 40 They all look at me. They start dying laughing. So you have like, four beers essentially for for their one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then the next thing you know, all the wrestling dads have 40s, chicken tenders and 40s. You're a trendsetter. Down. You're freaking good amazing. with numbers. That's why you're the teacher of the group. I mean, and that's also why, you know, got a master's degree for A&M, and I'm sitting here. Well, my, my master's degree is UT Pan American. Uh, my bachelor's is A&M. I mean, just to be specific. Okay. Okay. It's okay. I mean, it doesn't suck, though. It, it, neither one sucks. Yeah, for sure. So, back to the beer, Eureka Heights beer. I've tasted it. I love it. I, I, I do, too. What are your thoughts, though? Um, I like the color. It's normally the, the, the color of IPAs that I like. It's, uh, I mean... If, it, if I'm going to say that it's a West Coast IPA, it's not really strong in alcohol content, but um, it's got the color of, uh, it's clear, um, it's earthy, grainy, piney, uh, it's refreshing. Um, I wouldn't say that this would be a third coast, uh, um, a third coast by any means of a Houston, Texas beer that, you know, I guess we're trying to say that we're coming up with our own thing, but um, most definitely they hit the nail on the wall and it's freaking delicious. I, I think it is delicious, too, and I think it, it does have a different profile than the Blue Tile. Blue Tile is a bit more tropical, yeah. a bit more yeasty. Yeah. Um, this is a little more uh, earthy, it, grainy. It is a little bit more earthy, a little yeah. bit more grainy. There's still, some, there's still some tropical notes in there that I'm getting that, that mix well with the pine. Uh, it is a lot clearer. It's a lot cleaner. It's a lot crisper. Yeah, for sure. So both are American-style IPAs, right, which basically means... Nothing, absolutely nothing. That they're gonna brew to whatever flavor that they're looking for, right? Yeah, so for sure, this one hits the mark, but I think for different reasons than Great Heights. 
And, you know, evaluating the two, because I'm starting to I'm starting to put together the award show in my head as we're talking. As, uh, I, as you should be, too, sir. Uh, no, no, I actually am. Uh, I've actually had this one. Um, fan favorite of it. Uh, really enjoy it. Uh, but I also really enjoy the freaking Greater Heights. I did, so too. It's, uh, it's it is Great Heights, though. There's no ER on it. I'm sorry that I'm an asshole once again. It's okay. It's okay. You're, you're allowed to be an asshole. Uh, that's refreshing. Delicious. It is refreshing and delicious, but I, but I think it's refreshing and delicious for different reasons than the blue tile from Great Heights. And I'm not sure how I'm going to pit them against each other. Um, I get more uh, pine notes than what we're drinking right now. Uh, Great Heights, I got more uh, tropical fruit notes. But both uh, different beers, very great tasting beers, uh, just two different categories in my opinion. Uh, great stuff, though, on both ends. Well, but we're going to have to put them in the same category. They're both Houston IPAs. Oh, okay. Okay, yes. So, exactly. so we're going to have to do that eventually. So don't don't completely bail on me here, Carlos. No, no, I'm not bailing without it. And there won't, be, there won't be a beautiful picture of the can of the uh, Eureka Heights because it's a girthy, obnoxious crowler. Hit him with that girth action. It's nice, though. Oh, so good. I like it, and it fits well in the hot tub. It, uh, you know, I'm enjoying it. Oh my gosh, the temperature is dropping. Temperature the is dropping. Up. Please create the heat up. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's awesome. You had your dogs coming out here a little bit. You got some brew dogs as well. Do they drink beer? Uh, no, uh, I'm the only one that drinks the beer. Um, I don't. I normally don't even drink at the house. To be honest with you, I always have beer in the refrigerator. I mean. Um, no, my dogs, I, well, I've never offered my dogs beer. I'm not really like that type of person, just so you know, too. So you mean you don't like dogs? No, I, I love the dogs. What if I, they love beer? Are you saying I don't love bingo? Uh, you love bingo, and you realize that he liked, was it stouts? Bingo, yes. You know what he went nuts for? Was pickle fucker. Went absolutely nuts. Get out of here. I, I'm dead serious. So as soon as I, he's over there lounging in the sun, we're drinking the other <laughs> sours, right? And Bingo, Bingo's 13 years old. He, he does what the fuck he wants. He's he's lounging in the sun. He's chilling. I pop the top on the pickle fucker. He is up immediately, like just awoken from slumber. Comes over and just sits and waits. And waits for his poor to get pickle fucker. I don't know why. I guess the, the flavors in that, the smell on that, he just went nuts over it, dude. Damn. So. Oh, Bingo. <laughs> so. Really good offering from Eureka Heitzer. I'm really enjoying it. Um, so what we're going to do is we are going to, because we have a larger pour than normal, yeah, we are huge. going to uh, chill out. We're going to finish this beer, cleanse our palate. When we come back, we're going to go to Brash Brewing in uh, in Houston, Texas. Controversial brewery. Uh, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of the controversy that's with Brash Brewing, and we'll get into uh, their beer. Fun to say, fun to drink. The Pussy Wagon. Hit him with the Pussy Wagon. Thistle Draft Shop in Spring, Texas is the model for craft beer bars in the Lone Star State. Both best in Texas and top 50 in the nation for craft beer bars in 2019 and 2020. With over 200 selections in the cooler and 60 beers on tap, Mary Thorne and her staff stay true to her mission of bringing independent craft to the people that love it. In addition to the beer selection, there are dozens of craft seltzers and ciders to wet your palate, all independently brewed ranging from things you see every day to rare barrel-aged versions. 
An incredible wine selection rounds out a beverage menu that can only be topped by the carefully crafted food that leaves the scratch kitchen. Elevated gastro-probe cuisine, ranging from truffle fries to blue cheeseburgers to charcuterie boards. Visit on Taco Tuesday or Steak Wednesday for a unique offering that will never be repeated. Give them a visit at 5210 FM 2920 in Spring, Texas for a unique experience that will bring you back again and again and again. Welcome back. So here we are. So we, we've gone through two IPAs, two Houston IPAs. So we went to Great Heights Brewing. They're in the Houston Heights, Grand Oaks, Oaks Forest District, with the Blue Tile IPA, the the homage to the blue tiles that mark Houston streets on the on the corners, old school stuff. Okay. Then we went to Eureka Heights, named after the uh, Eureka Faults that are underneath Houston. Uh, tasted their mini boss. Both good beers. Now we're going to Brash Brewing. Okay. Brash Brewing is a bit of an enigma. So, Brash Brewing was... Please tell me. I do not know. Okay, so we, we, we talked a little bit about Petrol Station yes. already this episode, correct? Yes. Old School Haunt. Loved going there. It's one of the places where I really started digging deep into craft beer. Okay. Uh, had a great kitchen. Okay, that was one of those places like my kids wanted to go. just because they loved the food that was coming out of the Petrol Station. So the owner there, Ben Fulov, is started Brash in 2012. Now, because of laws and everything with uh, brewing inside of the Houston city limits, he didn't really open everything up to open the doors to Brash Brewing until 2015. Okay? There's been a lot of controversy about Brash Brewing. I couldn't even find a website that did anything other than sell Brash t-shirts. Really? And I may be looking in the wrong place. But they've had a lot of controversy over their beers because it's that 80s heavy metal, yes. Satan is the forefront with the goat head type of like <laughs> crazy shit, dude. They've had people protesting because of their stout black masses. Um, oh, that is freaking awesome. So just kind of crazy shit, dude, uh, to where a lot of people protest them. A lot of people stop drinking them because uh, they offended the Catholic Church. They offended other... other uh, Conservative wow, deals, did but not know, did not know all this. That's yeah, awesome. it, it, it it's kind of crazy. I don't know. So, full disclosure, I'm Catholic, right? And I'm about to drink a brash beer. But the, but my <laughs> thought is right. So, I don't I don't necessarily agree with all their ideologies. Uh, if they're ideologies, I, I don't know. Like these guys seem like they're just throwing shit out there just to stir the pot. Which, for my sense of humor, I enjoy people who stir the pot. Okay. So, they, they've got some cool shit. Their, their beer is good. Okay. Okay. And we're going with the premier IPA that they put out there, core IPA, the Pussy Wagon. Now, you've mentioned you had the Pussy Wagon before. And I'm a fan of it. Uh, I just always like to drink a Pussy Wagon after uh, having uh, beers before, just due to the fact, for me, it's a strong, hardcore beer. A lot of IBUs, heavy on the hops, and it's a palate record to me. So, that being said, uh, don't know how you feel about the beer. But so, okay, so when you say palate record. Okay. I'm talking about it's freaking, it, it, it's, 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 it's a mouthful. Okay, but, It's got a lot of flavor, but the thing is, after drinking that beer, all the beers taste the same. So, at this point, I can't tell whether you're coming on to me or describing the beer. Um, a little bit of, uh, just, uh, uh, Yeah, I like no. how you're stumbling on that. No, that's, yeah. uh, uh, we're just trying to get views, people, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. So, 
the uh, pussy wagon we're pouring in. We we got a crowler. We're not gonna have any kind of special picture of the can for this, right? Just because it was only on tap at Thistle when I went over there to get it, so I can't get it in the cans. In fact, I've never seen their beer in cans. I've I, only seen it out on tap. I, I want to say it's only draft only, and the, they're distributed by Benny Keith uh, out here in Houston. Okay. And I've never seen a can either. Now okay. that being said. Um, I've never really looked for it in can because I only see it on draft. Okay. So uh, I could be wrong, but I'm agreeing with you that I, ha- I, I too, have not seen their packaging, if they do have one. Okay. If they do have one, let us know. Is it, they have a ton of brandy. The, the branding is good, uh, but but like you said, with the packaging, I haven't seen a lot of uh, of cans. Yeah. Um, so including this one, it's just like a giant aluminum silver can. So it's very we're looking at 8% alcohol. 115 IBU. We've talked about IBUs on the show before about how like you get over like 95 to 100 IBUs. Like it comes from a formula. It's not really based on a taste profile because the human tongue can't process anything past 100, right? We were talking about like Scoville units of of peppers, right? The, The ghost pepper and the Carolina Reaper may have two completely different Scoville units. Both are going to knock you on your fucking ass. Without a doubt. Okay, so... Here we are. Oh, shit, the wind has picked up. Um, Would you like a sweater in the hot tub? Ooh. <laughs> I kind of have already had my own first sweater. <laughs> lunch ladies love it. Not that I've had been shirtless around a lunch ladies, uh, but they just imply as to what's underneath my shirt. So I, I, I constantly feel like the lunch ladies are undressing me with their eyes. Is I mean, that, I mean, you are a beer god, and you're known. You're now known, probably all over the show. I mean, it's very. Don't call me a beer god because now we're gonna have people protesting the uh, podcast. That's uh, blasphemy, Carlos. Okay, uh, you're a beer symbol. Okay, I can go with beer yeah. symbol. I mean, that's uh, okay. Yeah, let's, let's let's do that. I mean, you put in a lot of time and a lot of effort. Uh, you most definitely uh, know your beers. You're learning every podcast, uh, and I can honestly say um, you're a fan of beer. Uh, Shit, I mean, the stuff that you're doing and, you know, the research that you're putting in is fucking phenomenal. But on that note, were you able to re- uh, to research the alcohol content and everything that goes into this? Or was it just a freaking... So, I could find the alcohol content and the IBUs. I couldn't find the malts. I couldn't find the hops. I couldn't find anything else. Like, everything is very secretive. The only thing that I know is, like, if you go to that brewery, right, it is heavy metal and 80s arcade games. So, this is not like Forrest Gump. Life is like a box of chocolates. Correct. Never, this is—I mean—that's exactly what it is. You never know what you're going to get. That's actually what I meant to say, not the—not the other way. Not around. the opposite. Not the opposite. So um, I can honestly tell you, I'm tasting a little tropic, a little pine. Um, I get a, a West Coast feel, but um, there's a lot of alcohol in this, and this is freaking. This, this is a lot of this. This is a big freaking beer. This ain't a beer that you freaking stand okay. up on the wall and tell someone to fucking spread your butt cheeks and fucking pour some beer down there. This is something serious, guys. So, <laughs> we now realize we've gone a couple of episodes without Carlos, and so they're, uh, the butt-chugging factor has not made an appearance lately. Yes. Yeah, so on a butt-chugging factor, you're, you're going to say this is a butt-chugger? Well, no, without a doubt it's not. This is not a college beer. This is uh, this is not Milwaukee's best Keystone Light. Um, this is not your 30-pack for $9.99. This is, uh, if it was a coming package and you were to find it, you'd probably get 16-ounce, four-pack, uh, maybe 17, 18 bucks. This is a hardcore freaking beer right here. It is a hardcore beer. And when I'm and when I'm swelling it on the nose, like, so 
those of you that are homebrewed, and, and for some reason, like, in the past few episodes, these flavors, these smells have been coming back to me, right? So, when I open up that package of hops and stick my nose in that package of hops when I'm about to throw them into the boil on a, on a homebrew, that's what the nose on this smells like. Yes. It's, that- it's very green. It's very herbal. It's very piney, very earthy. It's, so, uh, so, we can't, we don't know if the owner of Rash is the brewer. Or if he just wanted the money. I don't. With it. So they're, they're just, you know, but the thing is, Mariette Thistle knows these people really well. She does know these people very well. And, and so, she's, a, and so she, she's a really big supporter and fan of them. Um, I just, I don't know much about them. I know um, they got, they make a beer called Cali Green that is fucking phenomenal. That's on tap there as well. Okay, and, and, and Pussy Wagon is a, is, a, is a great phenomenal beer. But uh, as far as my knowledge of the owner, the brewmaster, I don't know too much about them. I don't know too much about them either. And so it, it'll be interesting. I think next week we're going to sit down with Mary. Yeah, oh, that'd uh, be, yeah, that'd be awesome to ask her. And so ask her some questions about brass brewing. I'm going to have actually uh, Jake Thorne. Is supposed to coordinate the beers for those episodes, so he's going to tell us what we're going to drink, um, and then we're going to sit down with Mary. And I tried to rope John in. John is reluctant about it, but I, why is that? I, I don't know. You know what would be awesome uh, to do an episode of of appetizers and beer pairing? Has anybody ever done that on an episode? Let us know. Give us a shout out. I I, I don't there's, know. There's there's the tons pod- of like there's tons of shit out there more than what I realize is out there in podcasts. Um, well, if y'all suck and they're not as good as us, just please drop them a note to say, please cut off your podcast and listen to us. Thank you. I mean, that's true. Like, (laughs) so that's, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Carlos, Carlos is joking, but at the same time, he's dead serious. Um, it's, you know, I've listened to other podcasts and, 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 and there's good, there's good information. Um, but there's no Carlos and Tim on those podcasts. And uh, not only that, and whenever I'm not always there, I mean, the, the guys that are that, that are filling in are freaking very knowledgeable, really down to earth. Uh, Baker, Jake, uh, who else have you had on the show? That uh, we had the HCX Brew Kids, okay. so those episodes will be out by the time this one airs. Um, we had the we had ladies the that I work with. We had the chefs. We had the chefs from Thistle. And, uh, I mean, right there, you really can't go wrong because anytime you can get people who cook phenomenal food like that and can tell you what kind of beers pair with food like that, I mean, that is just a plus on here because I can drink beer and just eat food all day and just say that it pairs well. In all honesty, it really doesn't. But whenever you can get people of knowledge of that, whenever they can cook food and tell you what's going to go good with it, that's a plus and, uh, that should never be taken for granted. So speaking of pairing, the, the one that we had before, the mini boss, they Eureka Heights at a beer dinner. When? Uh, Recently? Gosh. Did you yes, go? I want to. You go. You go to. You go. You've been to almost all of them. I would. I'm not. Yeah, I've been to a bunch of them. Um, I mean, you're a legend in the in the in the you know the beer dinner. I'm a legend in the beer gluttony industry. <laughs> <laughs> That's this awesome. Is, this is at the stage at which alcoholism has reached uh, legendary status. Is that what it is? That is it. Yes. Oh God. There. There you go. Okay. So my alcoholism is. Uh, has lifted me to legendary status within the craft beer circles. Okay. So, thoughts about this beer after tasting it? I know we've been talking well, about. A bunch I'm of actually other glad shit. that we made it the, the last beer. Um, it's a little bit heavier, a little bit more. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's got a lot, a lot of freaking flavor, a lot of things going on, uh, a lot of tropical notes, a lot of freaking uh, alcohol content in it. Um, really freaking enjoy it. As you, and this is a big freaking can. Just so y'all know, this is. Um, what did you say? 32? 32 ounces. Yeah, this so we're a, each getting a pint of... Uh... That, I mean, um, I really, really enjoy it. Um, when As it comes down to judge on, on the one that I'm actually going to like, um, man, I don't know. I, really I don't know, don't know. either. So, I, I mean, so we have to talk about that during the break. 
because this isn't something to where you're going to rate it a four and a half and I'm going to rate it a five and a half. We have to agree on first, second, and third. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah, thought, yeah, I, thought, yeah. I thought we got to do our own. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. We have to agree on first, second, and third because, okay, so this will be the second installment. Then we're going to have a third installment. And the winner from each three episodes will go into a Champions episode. Very interesting. So, um, that being said, uh, now it's a little different. Um, I don't know where Tim's at, and I guess we will find out here in a little bit. For sure. So, And I actually like all three of them, just so y'all know. Not, not knocking any brewery. I thought the, I thought Eureka Heights, the brash is always on point, and the new one, uh, the new beer that we just had, the Blue Tile. Yeah. Uh, uh, Great Heights, uh, phenomenal freaking. There were all different flavors in, yes, involved. Sure. I, I will say this: that each each of these beers carried their own flavor profile. Oh, Not God. one tasted like the other in a sense that. Well, I take that back. They're all IPA, so there was still that hop acidity. There's still a little, a little bit of that tropical sir. flavors. There's yes. a little bit of the uh, yes, I was going to say the piney flavors. But I the brash is a little bit heavier, a little bit more dank than the other two. A little bit more. The other two are a little bit more lighter. The Blue Tile is a little bit more yeasty in there. The Mini Boss is a little bit more clean, clear, crisp. I would, so I, I, I actually agree with you. As you said, a little bit more dank. I mean, if they were going to put a little bit of THC in any one of these beers that we tried, I would most definitely say Freaking Rash. Well, the Cali Green. Have you, have you had the Cali oh, Green? Dude, I freaking love the Cali Green. Okay, so the Cali, Green, the Cali Green is, that's, that's a dank beer. Dude. I mean, it is. Oh, I mean, yeah. Whenever you can smell that, it's freaking phenomenal. So, I don't know. He goes, I don't know. Yeah, you do know. I do know. I do know. I'm, I'm enjoying this episode. Like, and I enjoy this series. So hopefully we get a bunch of uh, people. So on Instagram, we I tweeted out there. I say tweeted out. You can't tweet out on Instagram, can you? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't have any of the. I say uh, underneath the radar because I don't want people coming and asking for autographs. Under the radar is another uh, beer oh, uh, brewery that oh we need my, to do. Well, I've had their beers. I'm not the biggest fan. I haven't, really? Well, let me, I haven't had all their beers. But you did tell me at one time that they made a freaking stout uh, barrel aged something, and that you. I, don't have, I haven't had a barrel aged for them. No, you did. You did. I you did? told me way back in the day whenever you were like, "Man, have you tried their their barrel aged freaking whatever tequila rum something?" It was way back in the day. Oh, the. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Rumbach. I don't. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. It was a Bach that was. I want to say Asian rum barrel. They have a beer called Love Radar or Love. I don't know. Radar don't, Love. Radar Love. Yeah, that's a, yeah. like a what an eighties song. It might be. But, Come on, Carlos. You were born in the seventies. Uh, Were you born know, in the seventies or eighties? You know, You're my same age. I was born in seventy nine. I was born in seventy eight. Seventy eight. so we're close, right? Oh shoot, that was a heavy burp, and I apologize. That well, that's just that's just that's just testament to the mouthfeel of I the uh, pussy wagon. Essentially, what it is, it's just a fart coming out of your mouth. It's pretty fucking gross. Uh, yeah. It, it, well, it's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. My but, bre- I can tell you right now, my breath does not smell like a bag of peppermints. So, <laughs> it doesn't. Thank you. It doesn't. That's but but if I'm looking at this, is, is is this IPA, is that a true pussy wagon? Do you hand this out? Are you going to pull some? Oh, you mean like, what, am I going to buy some? No, 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 no. Like, so, pussy wagon is a car that all the chicks want to jump in. Are you talking about like the 70s show? No, 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 no. Like, so it's a term, right? If something's a pussy wagon, it's a car or something cool that okay, you have okay. that if chicks see it, they're going to want to jump in the uh, passenger seat. They want to ride shotgun. So you're going to get laid because you have this item. 
So are you saying? Are you asking me about the beer? If that's I'm asking you the beer. Is this a pussy wagon? If I have it, no. if I pass this out at a party, no, because the women are not not. Well, let me rephrase that because women are drinking IPAs, and I'm never going to say that they're not because their their palates are constantly uh, evolving and changing, and women are freaking awesome when it comes to craft beer nowadays. Did you but, just mansplain something? I don't know exactly what that means. <laughs> is that like a banana hammock type thing? Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay, so essentially what I'm saying is is uh, this beer right here is for hardcore IPA drinkers that like a freaking punch in the mouth. My, my thoughts. Okay. So I don't think that this IPA right here is for everybody. It tastes great. I love it. I'm not going to drink it on a consistent basis, but I would most definitely keep it in my rotation. Um... My point of view. That, that's my point of view. Well, that, okay, so that's an interesting point of view to leave off on before we uh, take off and, and finish this beer and move on to the uh, the rating or the award show, rather, on this one. Uh, because it's it, you're saying that it's not it's not an everyday drinker? Wait, I mean, it, dude, it's high in alcohol content. It's, got, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, if you're going to drink... This every day. How many are you gonna drink? Well, does it does that weigh yeah. into your rating of how good an IPA is? Can I is like so? Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes IPA doesn't can be one of the best IPAs out there, and that doesn't mean that it's an everyday drinker though. It just means that you fucking love to taste the profile, but you're not gonna drink it every day because mainly maybe it's just it's just too much alcohol, and you're not gonna drink as many, so you're not gonna go and buy that six pack or that sixteen ounce four pack. Okay. Now that being said. I also the one who likes freaking lighter beers. So, okay. um, teach your own, whatever you're into. So that being said, what do you think, John? I don't. So, so tasting this. So this one is this one is a lot tougher to judge than the last one that we did. The last one that we did was there was the the flavors really put us on an obvious choice, and I kind of feel like I don't know if I I, I want to say this out loud. But we're doing an injustice to these three beers, pitting them against each other. Well, because you picked, you, you picked three good beers, though. I, I, well, I picked three good beers. Wait, are we just crowning the the the, the one champ? The one I, champ. The oh, one oh, champ oh, moves there's not on. A second and third. No, no, no. Well, we have first, second, and third, but second and third are like the first, first and second so, losers. So, 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 yeah. no one goes to the back and like. Uh, it's like two loses in your house. Oh, so you want to build a bracket? Oh, I thought it's, we're, I, a, it's a two loss bracket. Well, I thought I thought we were building a bracket. We can do this. We can do whatever the fuck we I want. Think, it's I, our show. If if no one's built a bracket out there, I think we should build a freaking like. Uh, you know what's coming up is uh, March Madness for uh, college wrestling. We should build a freaking bracket of. Uh, dude, it'd be easy because we can do pilsners. We uh-huh. can do either sessionable IPAs, hardcore IPAs. I mean, however you want to do it. You can do stouts. You love stouts. So we're just doing Houston IPAs right now, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you really wanted to do one, I mean, you, you can practice So that's the next evolution. Dude, we, we, we can do... We can we can, do let's, let's, let's crown the Houston IPA champion. I... I okay. Yeah. And, and, and then when we, when we determine who the champion is, we need to visit the brewery and, and like, bless them with our presence. That would be awesome. And, and crown them. And, 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 and talk to the people that are brewing this beer. We need to. We need to. So, these are these are going to be harder to judge than the first three. I'm going to say that out loud. Okay, so the first three were Hop, uh, Hop Gusher, Hop Gusher, Crush City, Chris, and Spindle Tap. Oh, not, not, not Spindle Tap. <laughs> Spindle Tap is Hop Gusher. Uh, hipster Sauce. Hipster Sauce. Okay. Oh. So, they all three were good, but to us, when we were drinking that day, there was a clear winner. Okay. 
Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, right now, I, before we go to the break, uh, I'm going to struggle with a clear winner right now between this episode. Uh, well, now that I know that there's only one and it doesn't move on, yeah, now it's going to be a little three, tougher. Three beers in or one beer leaves, Carlos. Yeah, I'm, under, I'm understanding the what's going on here. Um, I actually, I wasn't at the segment whenever y'all did the one with uh, the last, you know, winner. But uh, 11 Below Hipster Sauce is a good freaking beer. It's a great beer. It's, it's, it's a good beer. It's a great beer. So it's going to have to go up with our champion from today. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm gonna. We're, I mean, we'll, we'll come on ahead of what we think is going to be the winner of today, without a doubt. I mean, um, we're gonna talk about this because I mean, I'm not honestly saying. I mean, we might disagree a little bit. I might disagree a little bit. <laughs> I disagree a little bit. We might have to. We might have to wrestle in the hot tub. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> take a break we'll come back with the award show uh we're gonna decide a winner between great heights blue tile ipa eureka heights mini boss Mm -hmm. and brash brewings pussy wagon here in just a moment we're back with carlos laughing Uh. one of his favorite things to do is laugh carlos uh carlos trademark signature i love laughing it's so good we're back. We're going to do some more laughing here in this episode. So we're, we're kind of talking, and, and Carlos and I kind of both agree. Like, these three IPAs were, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel good going one, two, three. I want to go one A, one B, one C. Because all three beers, all three IPAs are incredible IPAs. But there are... There's one above the rest of them, to me, that I would sit and drink as a session IPA with good flavors, uh, but none of them would I ever turn down or throw my nose up at. Yeah, you agree? That, no, I most definitely agree. I, uh, I I thought they were all great. Okay, so let's start with... I'm just happy that Houston is making these kind of beers. I mean, that, 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 that it's making it that difficult to freaking actually judge. and No shit. Yeah, this episode is much harder than the last one. I'll say that out loud. Um, so let's let's go with the third place, or as we're going to call it on this episode, place 1C. Okay? Okay, 1C. 1C. So I'm looking at this, and I think we both agree on this. I'll say this out loud, and if you disagree with me, you can disagree with me out loud on the podcast. Um, we're going to go pussy wagon for 1C. Uh, for me, I'm, I can most definitely agree with you on that. So, and, and, and let me say the reason why, right? Because, you know, the brash guys, like, I don't want them, uh, cursing me with Satan or whatever, you know, cause, uh, they, yeah, that, they, that would suck they seem to be into that shit. So, um, I really like the beer. I really like the flavor of the beer. I really like the way that it tastes. I love the way it makes me feel. It's, it's one of those beers that I'm going to go and I'm going to finish a night with this beer. And I'm going to close the evening. I'm going to close the session with a pussy wagon. And I'm going to feel good about it. And I'm going to feel great. Uh, my wife's not an IPA lady. She loves drinking pussy wagon. Not a lot of them. Yeah. But one. Exactly. And so exactly. And I think that's where we're at. That's exactly It's got right. such a heavy mouth feel. Bro, this yeah. one punches you in the face. Without a doubt. And, but. A punch it, of the bees. Oh, but it's a, it's a punch you like receiving. It's it doesn't suck for me. It's like if I'm gonna if I'm if I'm at a bar and they have a whole bunch of taps 
and I'm gonna have three or four beers. I'm gonna make this my last one. I freaking I really really enjoy it. So a lot of a lot of piney notes, uh, heavier mouthfeel, uh, but just a great. IPA, great offering from Brash Brewing here in Houston, Texas. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, they're 1C. So, we're going to 1B. 1B, new beer to both of us. An homage to the street signs on the curbs in Houston. Greater, Great heights. Now you got me seeing greater. Sound That's a great. Great. Yes, thank you for correcting me, Carlos. Great heights, blue tile, IPA. Okay. Um, why do you think 1B, Carlos? And then I'll chime in. Uh, I'm going to do Mini Boss next. Um, uh, I, I'm i going to be honest with you. I love their beer. I love the profile. I love the way it tastes. And you're talking about Great Heights right now, correct? No, I was talking about Mini Boss. Let's talk about Great Heights because that that's the one we're putting in 1B. 1B? Yes. Okay. Uh, Great Heights. I forgot... <laughs> I thought, I thought, so okay. we're, we're going from third to first. Correct. And many, and Great Heights was second. Correct. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yes. So, so, so Great Heights is um, 6%. I really enjoyed it. Um, I love the fact that I could drink a lot of them. The alcohol content was there. Really couldn't taste it as, as much. Um, I love the coloring of the beer. Uh, it was a fascinating freaking new beer. But after it's all said and done, I think me and Tim just uh, just decided um, the second place would go to them, just due to the fact that um, it wasn't everything that Mini Boss was. I, it, 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 what, yes, and well, no, that's a good that's a good explanation. There were some things that Mini Boss had that Great Heights didn't, and some things that Great Heights had that Mini Boss didn't. I think the the thing that knocked Great Heights down, as opposed to Mini Boss, to me was. The, the breadiness and the yeastiness of it. So to me, and, and, and maybe this is just me, maybe I'm I'm a weirdo, I don't know. No, you're not. But the, you're, you're going down as a beer legend. Oh, son of a bitch. The, uh, the yeastiness of that IPA from Grand Heights was, it wasn't bad. It fit a good flavor profile. I enjoyed drinking it. But... It just wasn't super clean. I enjoyed the flavors. I yeah. think the homage to Houston, the fact that it is a Houston-centric beer, yes. really turned me on to it, and 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 I, and I liked it a lot because of that. Like, so we we've talked about this on the show before, right? So if there's some like, if they're tying it to a specific region, if they're tying it to a specific flavor, if they're tying it to a specific like, you know, whatever art that's on the can. There's some suggestion there that it's going to be good. You get some flavor profile in there that you might not have had before. So I, I, I feel good about it because it's from Houston. I feel good at the flavors that are coming from it. But to me, it was just a little bit more creamy of an IPA that Mini Boss wasn't. And, 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 and that's why I chose Mini Boss as the 1A over... Yes. Over great heights, I'm not, I'm blue not dis- tile, I'm not one B. I'm not, so I'm not disagreeing with them, but I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, when we uh, were discussing this, uh, this was not an easy choice. Uh, this was freaking three good beers, freaking balling it out. Um, that just to let you know, uh, applaud to all the uh, Houston breweries out there. The beers that y'all are making are freaking overwhelming badass. Yes. Um, it just... 
it, it is what it is. When, when people go to a bar and they have to choose something, I think any one of y'all's beers that we just had today could be a different freaking, something different from somebody else, but they would all enjoy every single one of them no matter what. So let's talk about today's champion, the mini boss, Eureka Heights. Great brewery. Yes. I, I love their art. I love their attitude. I love where they're, I love their, their story, where they came from. Uh, I like where they're at, where they're going. Um, they're not uh, too big. They're not too small. They're growing at the right capacity because uh, I'm in the beer industry. Um, I love what they're doing. Oh, but if you're talking about the beer that we just had, Mini Boss I've had before, great freaking beer. Um, so the Mini Boss to me represents not a sessionable IPA, not a heavy uh, punch in the mouth IPA, right in the middle. Okay. Really enjoy it. And that's a good point, right? I like that. I like that take on it. It's not super sessionable. Yes. Right. So I'm not going to sit down and I'm not going to throw down 20 mini bosses. Exactly. Right. We're at six point cent alcohol, six point eight percent alcohol. Because that's um, perfect. Which is, I agree. Which is perfect for an IPA. Yes. But on the back end of that mini boss, it was so clean and so crisp. It just kind of left you with this exciting feeling. Right? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I want to come back for the next sip. You're absolutely I, I, right. It didn't hang out in your mouth. It came in. <laughs> He, he came said, in. He, he said, hang out of your mouth. Oh, I did. <laughs> it came in, it danced on my tongue, and it waltzed out. <laughs> what it, it was, uh, you know what? Uh, the way he uh, speaks upon that beer made me just realize how much more I really enjoyed it. So, it was uh, good. That is why it's our number one pick. And you know, and, right and I'm going to say this. Right about that. I came into this episode, full, full disclosure here, I came into this episode thinking I'm going to, because I've had. Mini Boss and Pussy Wagon before. I came in thinking Mini Boss and Pussy Wagon were going to bury Great Heights. Honestly, uh, I, honestly, I thought they were. Okay, well, and, and, and that being said, I had Pussy Wagon and Eureka Heights. I mean, and uh, Eureka Heights, but I had never had um, Greater Heights. So, um, Great Heights, Carlos. Great, great Heights, sorry. But the good thing is, is, is that I won't forget y'all. I might be saying your name wrong, but it is what it is. We won't forget you. We won't. We no, love you. No. Matter of fact, I mean, give we'll a always shout love out, you. And we'd like to go up to y'all's brewery and freaking hang out and do a segment and get to meet y'all, get to know y'all, and y'all can y'all yeah. can y'all can get y'all's beers out there in the market and you know uh, let people you know advertise y'all's brewery and the different beers that y'all have and the, you know where y'all at on on draft. Uh, and that'd be awesome. I think I think yes. I don't know. I feel like I want to put this on our. Uh, our main page for our podcast, but the quote from uh, Kelly at New Broncos Brewing Company is that we don't come all over everything, but we don't shit on everything either. There's an honest. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. It is awesome. That is and that, awesome. That's, I, I love that feedback. Like, there's that great interest in there that we we come in and we're going to give you an honest opinion, right? But we appreciate what you're doing. We appreciate what you're bringing to the market. Um, and, but we're just going to be two guys or three guys or you know. We had some women on the podcast. Whatever it is, we're gonna give you an honest opinion of what's going on, and it's not because we don't like you. We, but uh, it's gonna be true. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I uh, I like that saying. Like where Tim's going with it, and uh, I want to say congrats uh, for this segment and uh, the winner of uh, Eureka mini, Heights. Eureka Heights mini boss setting up a battle. So right now, okay. So in the championship episode, we're gonna do three. A championship episode with three winners. Right now we got hipster sauce versus mini, mini boss. Right now, two good breweries. Two good breweries. Well, let me phrase that: they're all good breweries. But and remember, 
If someone else was here, it could have been a different uh, diff a different outcome. But unfortunately, this is what me and Tim thought today. And then the last the, the, the last segment that he did, they had a different outcome uh, of, of who they thought the winner was. So that being said, no one really loses. This is just our thoughts and our feelings for today. No, 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 no. There has to be a loser. Okay, and the other two are losers. Yes, okay. So, yeah, yeah, we got to have losers. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get us wrong, okay, please? There is a winner and loser. Okay, so, yeah, you know what? He's right. I shouldn't even went there. This is we not just the, still this have is, compassion this for the is loser. Not the, this is not the YMCA. Not everybody's going to get a trophy. Ah, uh, yes. But you know what? After soccer. it's all said and done, maybe we should come up with a first IPA Houston trophy, and we make a, you know, the trophies can probably be maybe oh. like 20 bucks, and then we go and we... Do a segment and we uh, have the trophy with us. Okay, so it's a small little trophy. That so so them. right now, eleven below and Eureka Heights are in the running. Yes. We're gonna have to find three more Houston IPAs to go to battle. But just out of curiosity, so you you've yet to do a segment of Houston IPAs hazies. Right now, it's pretty. Much, it's okay, pretty so easy. all right, so you're walking down this road, right? We could do Houston IPAs. So I would far? say, I would say, before we do like just just straight IPAs, what's their core IPA? But, and then we go to Houston sour. Well, the reason why I'm saying that okay. is because right now, the, all the ones that you've named off are pretty. They're 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 not hazy. They're not the darkest. They're not the clearest. All not all of them are clear, but they're not hazies. That's a whole different category. But they're all so, unique to Houston. Yes, without a doubt. That's so. Okay, so that's going to be my theme. Okay. That they're all going to be unique to Houston. Okay, without a doubt. So okay. I like where you're going with with. So uh, then we could do sours, sours, everything. Sours. We can. Okay. Do, we could do a series. But of we started sours. with IPAs and because the trip, the the hipster trendy ding dongs love IPA. IPAs. Well, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, whenever it really comes down to it, whoever to me can make the best pilsner. It's gonna be the best, the best fucking because you know how hard it is to fucking make the best the, the pilsners out there. There's a hard. summer episode. All right, so we're going to end this out. I know we went down a bunch of rabbit holes with you all in this award show, but because we didn't have first, second, third place on here, we had first C, first B, first A, first C, Brash's Pussy Wagon. Thank you guys for brewing such a great beer. Uh, we loved it. Uh, but it wasn't as good on our palate as Great Heights Blue Tile IPA, which came in in 1B. Okay, and the champion of this episode, Eureka Heights mini boss okay going into battle so we have two in the hot tub right now going to battle for the championship season he's 11 below's hipster sauce and eureka heights mini boss yes okay stay tuned like we said before this is all random do not depend on a time that we're going to come up with the next ipa battle but it will be done before we end the winter season how about that well, I mean, it's Texas. We don't know when winter's going to end, when summer's going to begin. Summer might be tomorrow. Shit, winter just started again today, so who knows? True, true. And until then, stay classy, my friends. I absolutely hope the hot tub stays warm, sweetheart. <laughs>